we, what we, what we're doing about the Rebbeinu Yona presents something which we've discussed, but we have to flesh out because I'd like to introduce a new, a new component to what he does. He starts and he says that. A person that has a bit of a dodgy past and he's done lots and lots of negative stuff and now he wants to change. This is the way you should tread. You should throw away everything you've done. And you should make yourself as if this is the day that you were born you have no merit or demerit. In other words, start from the beginning, right now, right here. Rabbeinu Yoni is introducing us to something which is reflected in the language of the Medrash, which explains that the word now is always a reference to tshuva. Now means renewal, now means rebirth, now means reconnection, because the now is the most important element of life that we have ever, or e- could ever achieve. And now, what, what do you mean? Isn't the now an inevitable experience of the present moment? And the answer to that rhetorical question is, no, it's not. The now is actually a rarity that we own our now. Think about it. One of our deepest needs as human beings is independence. No one wants to be dependent on someone else. Someone says, how about, you don't move around, I'll push you in a wheelchair. A normal, healthy individual would prefer to walk on their own two feet. Would prefer not to be supported, neither physically, materially, or emotionally. We want, we, want to, we want to be ourselves. We don't just be the extended arm of another. But aren't we really guilty of relinquishing our now to other forces, the themes and the narratives that have become ingrained in our behavioral patterns, and hence the present moment is nothing more than a continued expression of the past moment. The way I react to you today is that I would have reacted to you yesterday. When I wake up in the morning, my reaction to the sleepiness on my eyes is the same as it was yesterday. And therefore, there's no newness in the moment, which of course leads to boredom, which of course leads to frustration, which of course leads to anxiety, which of course leads to disconnection, which of course leads to all the maladies of, mo- of the modern world. So how do we rediscover, recapture, own the now, which is what Rabbi Yonah says, now is a new beginning. There's no consequences to anything that happened in the past to informing this present moment. I can free it from the burden, from the shackles of everything which came before. But how does that work? So the first step is simply conceptually acknowledging that the now is an unbounded moment of limitless potential. And that the now is it's something. It's not just a continuation of the past, but really this moment can be utilized in a range of different ways than were previously used. For example, watch this. Do you see this happening right now? Everyone lift your arms above your heads and shake it around. Shake it. Shake it. Oh, look, shake it. Make some funny sound. It's amazing. What do you mean? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? How could that happen? So unpredictable. And it just happened in front of our very eyes. It just happened. And look how happy we are. Well, it's not only because we had funny movements. It's because we changed 
something in the now. We own the now. For a moment, we said, it doesn't have to be just a continuation of this linear, boring, same old, replay style. No, it could be completely different. Completely, completely different. So we have to discover the flexibility of the moment. How do we do that? Rabbeinu continues, and he prescribes the following thing. We have to create visibility in our own lives in order to understand where we were and where we are and what we can do with it. And the only way of becoming present in our own lives is by daily reflection. In fact, Rabbein Yonah says this can't just be a once-a-day thing. He locks it into our meal times, And before lunch and before supper and just before you go to sleep, before you start eating, there should be a period of reflection. And how should that period of reflection, what should they look like? Um, so he says there's two components to it first of all it depends on the kind of mindset you wake up with in the morning and that's where he begins to beginning he begins to speak in the morning when you awaken from your sleep be conscious ki that you will be living a life of awareness today. That your life won't just be going by. Discovering the now means also discovering choice. Losing the now means an unthinking life. Not that I'm living life, but life is living me. I'm being lived by life. How do you live life? You make a conscious decision that you're going to choose. Choice requires evaluation. Evaluation requires inner perception of, hmm, what should I do? Ask the question. What should I do? Not, well, what do you mean? What question is there? I'll do today what I did yesterday. I'm going, going to be driven by in my inertia. You're going to go and you're going to investigate your actions and ask questions about them. Be brutally self-confrontational and say, hmm, shall I do it this way? Maybe I should do it a different way. And don't just stumble, not even one step. In other words, be alive in your own life. Be conscious, be present, be present in your own world. And then, since you've developed that mindset, there's another point when you can do. When you come to eat, be conscious of where you stumbled. Meaning, this initial decision to engage in a thoughtful, planned out, thought about, considered life isn't a guarantee. You need to sandwich it between an initial commitment and a reflection. Because the truth is, in the moment, it's incredible how we lose the sense of control. What's even more incredible is that we lose the sense that we've lost the sense of control. And then we stop and we think back and we say, oh, yeah, that's right. Actually, I wasn't going <laughs> to eat all that cake. Whoa. Whoa, I just ate all that cake. I wonder how that happened. That's interesting. Or if you're, <coughs> if you're a person that has a, a smartphone, so what can happen is you say, okay, um, you like, like suddenly wake up two hours later and you say, oh, one second. And then you, like, you retrace the steps. And what happened was, you just wanted to check the time on your phone. 
because you want to get to your next part of your day. And then you, you saw, oh, there's, a, there's some new messages which I should check. And those messages led to links to other messages which led to watching a couple of stuff on, on Facebook which then led to... And, the, and then two hours later, oh my gosh, where am I? But what happened in those two hours? Where were you? Where were you? Where were you? So, so you need to have the commitment and the conscious decision to enter into the day with the decision to, this is going to be a day of choice. I wake up in the morning and say, I'm, being, I'm going to be living today. I'm not going to be lived today. I'm going to be living. But then you have to have stops in your day of reflection to, to kind of recalibrate. It's like, well, how did that work out? So you get to lunch. And the reason why you put it, across, you put it next to a meal is because other than today, we generally, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't forget to eat. Ever have a person? Oh my gosh! It's like Tuesday, and I haven't had any food. Uh, unlikely, unlikely. So when you connect this to your food, it's, it's got a few different connotations. One of it is that it's basic, but secondly, you're going to do it. For example, if you make a stipulation that before I eat, I'm going to do, I'm going to reflect. Well, then you're going to be reflecting <laughs> because you're going to be eating. So you do it before lunch, before supper, and then just before you go to sleep, is anyway a time of reflection. You do it three times a day. And you have this kind of this duality of thinking about how I'm going to make decisions and then thinking about the decisions you made. And when you do that, all of a sudden, your life will become transparent. And then you'll start to pick up things in your life. You'll start to pick up themes. You'll start to pick up motivations. And then you'll actually start living with yourself. Go on, Tuvia. I don't think I don't think I don't think people used to eat breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Pe- people people generally used to uh, three meals a day is a new thing. People used to have two meals a day. I'm not quite sure when they had their meals. They had two meals a day. Well, maybe you said it by by uh, bedtime because in Krishna you have to. It, it talks about reflecting on your day, doesn't it? Oh, I, I don't know if that that filler came before or after Ben Yona. Because, because Mike starts the new day <coughs> dinner, he's actually doing my breakfast. No. Also, it's just like breakfast we've just woken up or whatever. Well, boys, I think no, let's, go, let's go. Let's go the breakfast. Let's go the breakfast. <laughs> okay, you can all have it. Just breakfast, like you've already diving, you've already like you made a lot of decisions by breakfast. Fine. You good. Good. <laughs> no, no. I'm saying. I'm again. The truth. The truth is. The truth is. Toby hasn't revealed it to us, but he's. Secretly being sponsored by Kellogg's, and therefore <laughs> sponsored by Kellogg's. You know, we know we know the truth, Tuvia. So, okay, but this is an amazing, this is an amazing kind of program that the Rabbeinu Yonah gives because what we really want to do is we want to we want to own. Yes, okay, but you're asking questions. You're randomly holding up your hand. I was holding up my hand to ask a question. Well, how about you ask it then? Um, is it? Is there a restriction on it? Because if the goal from the three-time-a-day um, conscious thought is to consciously think throughout the day, then I feel like you're even less present because in every moment you're thinking about... That's a great question. Thinking. That's a great question. In other words, there's a, there's a paradox. The more aware you become of decisions, the less present you become in the moment because you're thinking about what you're doing. So there's like this, this, this ironic clash between being present in the moment and being fully engaged and being invested in the now and being aware of the now and when you're aware of the now you can't be invested in the now that's a really great question we're not going to answer that question we're going to let that question grow because um, I know how you love that 
there's anyone that I could give the gift of allowing her a question. I mean, so that's, that's a great question. Um, well, maybe even have to experiment and see how it works, but that's the basic process. So, so this is this is like this is fascinating because it it, it bespeaks a whole com, com, different way of life. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's a different way of life. Are you really conscious about what you're doing? But the rebellion is this, well. This is really a prerequisite for for any kind of change because when you're not present in your life, so then <laughs> right. for example, for example, let's let, let's look up upon ourselves and now we have to reflect. And now, let's say it's coming to Yom Kippur and we have to reflect about all the stuff we did in the course of the year. Be honest with me. Do you actually have any recollection of what happened a month ago? I'm not talking about generally, you know, I was in Yeshiva or I was at university or I was still, I was alive. Something more specific. Like, let's go back to a Tuesday. The pen is a month ago. Let's go back to Tuesday, May, May 22nd. Like, how was that? How was that? How did that work for you? It wasn't Tuesday. Hey? You have no idea. You have no idea, right? You have no idea. Mm-hmm. Things things happen in our life that... Even, e- even if you like look at your schedule and you can say, oh, I had this meeting that day and this meeting that day, like, it's very hard to recall all the details of your day. For sure. Because we're not even present when we're present. So surely when we think about that, we're never going to be able to... So really we're living our lives totally blind. We have no idea what's going on in our lives. <laughs> <laughs> you can, but... That's true. I don't know if it's true because you could say for like, say this past month, I know, may not David, I know exactly like details of what's happened. It's just so much happens between May 22nd to September 12th, are we? That it's, you're, you're bound to, it's going to get mixed up with other stuff happening. So it's not that you're not present in that. So, so that's a really interesting point. So, so are, is it like, is it like unrealistic to say that we're going to be present in our lives? And no, I think. Are they really have to define reflection. Does reflection mean just think about what happened today, or does reflection mean write down what happened today? If you write it down, then you. You will know You've got a record, I suppose. You, you could have a record. Just, it, it gets to a point when you'll remember if something happened, say, we stole like 9 11, let's say, just yeah. because it was yesterday. Okay. People Seven still remember years. stuff from that day because it was a very important Correct. thing that happened. So it's only. Because things which stick out you stuff. remember it's but the road you don't remember but it could be that most of the, the good stuff that happens in our life and the bad stuff could be the road in other words the, the really exceptional circumstances happen intermittently and those are ne- don't, that's not the stuff that life is made of life is made of all those unnoticeable things that go by day by day and that's what defines us as human beings so now we have to kind of take a big rethink so it's not to be present, there's no... I'm leaving it open. What? Why do you need to look so far back? Oh, okay, why? Why not? Because you're not a product of things you've done. You see, Correct. Based on the, that day that you just did, that's more of an identifier as to... I'm, I'm only using looking far back as how visible is our life to ourselves. I'm not asking in terms of what you should schlep with you and baggage. I'm just, how visible are our lives? Because when the lives are invisible, so that, that for me is, is, for myself personally, it's like quite scary. You lose clarity of who you... You lose clarity. You, you really are... You, you, be, you lose clarity? You lose clarity in terms of your range of choices and what you've done and where you've got to and how you've got there. Um, we have, of course, run out of time, but we'll have to explore this idea just to drop further tomorrow. Thank you for your...
patience and time.